Hello guys, welcome back. Board Drawer, episode 52. Don't turn off your TV sets just yet. Things might look a little bit different. This first episode of recording using uh, our new camera. If it looks shocking, blame Dave. You've probably never met Dave. Probably never heard of Dave. It's all Dave's fault. But it is all his fault. But yeah, no, we're uh, first time we're using this camera. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. But um, welcome back. It's been a little while. I say a little while. It's been just over a week. Hope you enjoyed the Como video. Run up the numbers on the Como video. Big shout out to Sam for winning the award. Uh, not the award. Uh, for winning the Como 1907 home shirt. Got the Ajax video coming out in a couple of weeks' time. So there's another giveaway still going. Get involved in that. All you have to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel. Get involved. It's very, very easy. And you can win yourself a nice little Ajax shirt. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that Como video. Just how it happens that we hold on to it so long. And the day we uploaded it, Seth Fabregas decides to announce his retirement. It was mad. So some of what we state in the video is no longer factually accurate. As That's of okay. An hour before. <laughs> That's okay. It's absolutely mental. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. It's um, it's something we wanted to release for a long time. We struggled a bit with it, but it's out. But we're proud. It's our first kind of uh, football doc. And there'll be more of that down the line. And but it's going to be better. We're just, it's a learning experience. Yeah, Every that was day us dipping learn. our toes in. But yeah. Um, today, guys, we are going to be discussing the many men who have been moving around in the transfer window. Many men, many, many, many men wish death upon me. I don't cry no more. I don't look to the sky no more. Have mercy on me. Anyway, so Shout where should we start? What team do you reckon is doing the most Mazzolini in the market? Oh, it's good. Chelsea. Do you reckon? Man, how the fuck are they getting that much money for these dead players? Yeah. Some well, we talked about Saudi their stuff. kind of dodgy Saudi links um, last episode. Check out the last episode of the podcast where we talk about Saudi running up the numbers in the Prem, kind of poaching all the big names. If you want my actual opinion, it's uh, the most proactive team in the transfer window at the minute, mainly um, Arsenal. I mean, Havertz deal done. Rice is going to be done this week. Urian Timber potentially getting done. It's exciting times to be an Arsenal fan. Yeah, very exciting times to be an Arsenal Can fan. Can I talk to you about one thing? Yeah. Talk That's to me. Rustled my feathers. Talk to me. What's rustling your feathers? Rustled my jimmies. Come on. I've seen a lot of people saying, following Balogun, 50 million. Mm. I think that's a bit of an overestimation. Yeah, I think the market's tapped. I, at the I see what you're doing, but. So there's this geezer that's playing at Atlanta at the moment, Rasmus Hojland. He's got like eight goals or something. That everyone thinks is the second coming of Haaland. How can it be the second coming of Haaland when Haaland's like 22 years exactly. old? Exactly. And he, I think Atlanta wanted 80 million for him. I think Man United were willing to do like 50. He's every striker that gets goals. Yeah, but Rasmus Hojland doesn't even have that many goals. Who goes for more? Hojland or Fuller and Balogun? think of the very limited amount of game time that I've seen Hodgland play mm. for some Twitter clips. He does look like a bit of a player. Yeah, but but Balogun got, what was it? 21 th- goals. Yeah, third place in Liga, And we've got to come with the Liga tax. Then you can come with the Serie A tax. Yeah, I don't know. I just think 50 million is Yeah, I don't think I'd... I'd Do you think I'd he's better to, than Eddie? I think I'd rather give him the uh, run of games that Eddie got. And see what he can do. I think commercially, there's a bigger asset there. He's like 
USA's USA. USA's star I mean, man. The old star boy is now going to be going. I think Leon put in a bid for him. Apparently, AC Milan are thinking about putting a bid. I think Leon's bid was balanced. 15 million for uh, Pulisic. Oh, yeah, Pulisic is dead food, mate. He's washed, mate. Captain America. <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, Balogun, there's just a bigger asset there. But I get that Eddie kind of got the, the shot first and it'd be a bit shitty to send him out now after giving him the number 14. Do you not think Eddie's just a better player? I don't know. Or I is think, it hard to compare? I think they're incredibly similar. They're kind of running the under-21s. The stats are very similar. I haven't seen Eddie go on loan full season and put up astounding numbers in men's football. He's put astounding numbers up at under-21s for England and Arsenal. And decent run of form for Arsenal. Wasn't great but kept us moving when Gabriel Jesus was out. But I think before we cemented him um, in that kind of second striker spot, I know at that point we had to get him done because we didn't have a reserve striker, but I'd have liked to see him go out alone. And then you can compare him and Balogun. But Balogun's gone out, done the loan that we asked him to do, performed very well. I'd like to see him be the second striker. But if, if they don't and we get... I think... I'd take like 35, 40 mil for him. All I'm saying is there was a point in the season where... <laughs> fuck is that on your laptop, man? I don't know. It looks like lead. looks like... You know, like it's like, like magnet. Yeah, yeah, the magnetic fibre. Mad. Ignore me. Um, There was a point in the season where Gabriel Jesus was injured and Eddie came in and then for a part, he was saying, will Gabriel Jesus be able to displace Eddie when he's back? Yes. Which is some quite high praise. That is high praise. Did he fall off hard? Um, I think it's very, I think it's a combination of like recency bias put you in the spot, and like, um, just kind of taking what you're given in that kind of period of time. Like we were at like a bit of a sticky situation, sticky situation. And, um, Didn't anyone that came in and scored a couple of goals and kept the ball moving, scored some big goals, actually scored like a last minute winner against Man United. A couple of decent goals here and there. So it was a good cameo month. But I don't think I could ever trust him to be like a full-time striker. And I'm not saying I can trust Balogun to be my full-time striker either. I think they're both young. I don't think you can trust, unless he's Haaland, you can trust like a 21-year-old to be your first team full-time striker. If you're going for um, the Premier League, if you're going for the Champions League, I don't think Eddie or Balogun are enough to be your first team striker. But it's money. Money talks. If you give me 40 million, I'll let him go. Mate, you'd take, I'd bite your hand off at 30. Like 30 million, I think you'd be happy. Mm. I think he's going to be one of those players who might, might come back to bite me, but he might be, I think he's going to be one of those players that's going to be one season wonder sort of. Yeah. Probably, probably a very decent player. But no, he's I not going to be like a top six Premier League player. I think he's good. I think um, him and Eddie both have very similar skill sets, I was saying. Both of them, what they've got over Gabriel Jesus and what I think Arsenal fans liked when we had Eddie in, just in the box, he's a killer. And so is Balogun. Both of them in the 18-yard box, ruthless, which Gabriel Jesus doesn't have and what Havertz doesn't have either. Not that we're going to play Havertz there. We'll talk about Havertz in Let's a Let's talk about it right now. So, but yeah. I'll take either of them. They're about the same. Arsenal, they've announced Havertz, right? We have indeed. And um, this week, we expect them to announce the Declan Rice 
deal was over the line. Doesn't it got a little bit woo when uh, Man City came a steaming? Don't usually get nervous, but I was Yeah, they came in. They were going to steal your Declan Rice, Rice, baby. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, it looks like it's pretty much all uh, signed, still delivered. He's yours. And um, exciting times, exciting times. Yeah, let's start with Havertz. Let's, well, I want to, I want to, right now, say your transfer window, you end up with Havertz, Rice, and Urian Timber, okay? Do me a start in 11. Do we lose people? I've seen Granite Xhaka's pretty so much. So I would the, say, I would out. say Xhaka, Party. Oh, and Party. Yeah. I, th- I don't think we lose Xhaka and Party if we don't get another centre in. Don't think Party plays in the Premier League again. That's what the um, one is saying. speculation, isn't it? Well, uh, so what are you saying? That if we, if you let me lose Party, you're letting me get in Aurelien Chouameni. Oh, I doubt you get. I don't know how much no, money. We can't. No way. We spent a hundred mil on Declan Rice and a hundred mil on Chouameni. Yeah, I mean, I love it though. Yeah, it would I, be good vibes. What's that Ronaldo uh, quote where he's like, "I love it and I think I deserve it." That <laughs> that is me. That is literally me. But. Yeah, I think starting eleven would be Ben White at right back. Obviously, Ramsdale and goal. Yeah, um, for me, Timber doesn't start. I agree. Uh, I think you keep Saliba and Gabriel. You probably play Zinchenko, mm-hmm. and then you do. If we keep in party, it's party and Rice. But if we lose in party, it's Rice, Rice. Smith Rowe and Odegaard maybe in the midfield. You don't think like Havertz in from the off? Yeah, I, you know what? I'll give it Havertz. Uh, do you know what? I I've said on this podcast many a time I think he's a donkey. So it'd be absolutely hypocritical of me to be his number one fan now that we've signed him. But you've got to back it. But he's an Arsenal boy. I'm an Arsenal boy. We have that in common now. So I'm willing to make amends, build some bridges. If he puts in some performances that get me excited... Who am I to say no? I mean, I think you're. You've got it. You've got it right. You're clearly going to emulate this Man City three, like three at the back, pushing your fourth into the midfield mm. to a like a pivot holding midfield duo. So you're going to end up with like Rice and probably Zinchenko what? tuck in that way. You, th- you think Zinchenko tuck in from? Or the if we don't play Zinchenko, we play Tierney that and side. White tucks in. and Timber or White go in because Timber's yeah. quite good at moving inwards, whereas Ben White bit more defensive can't do progressive passing as well as Tim I think I think you're exactly right there and I think you're going to be playing with Havertz as the eight mm. I think that's what um Mikhail set has brought him in for yeah I think he's gonna try to drill into him a little bit more of the defensive side of the game um but I think he, he like everyone watches football knows Havertz is actually a good player like he it hasn't worked for him yeah but you could, you could tell every time he gets the ball, he's like pretty. There's something about him. He's dangerous. He's he's got yeah, like you said, he's got a bit about him. But he's just never been utilized properly. But he do, it's because he even he doesn't know his best, best position. It's just crazy that he was signed as that kind of shadow striker, advanced kind of eight role from Leverkusen. And signed just, by Frank Lampard in a very Frank never Lampard really role. Really got to play that role at Chelsea. Like, he was either the number nine on his own or he was, like, a wide forward like Salah but didn't have the kind of qualities of Salah. So, it it just never really worked for him at Chelsea. And I think at Arsenal, where compared to all the Chelsea teams that he was in, maybe apart from that prime Tuchel one, 
all those Chelsea teams, the system has just been a mess. Whereas too cool, too shy. Whereas this Arsenal team probably got one of the best systems in the world at the moment. And we playing our face for? Come on! And um, yes, slap late season. Fucking hot in here. Um, so I think it's just a case of utilizing him properly in a system that kind of in the in its like essence kind of eliminates mistakes like we've got cover all over the place I think, I think you're, like like you say you, your system is really good mm. you're you're bringing in Declan Rice who is one of the best sweeping midfielders in the world yeah one of the best progressive passers in the world you, he ticks every box yeah he can do he can play the pivot by himself do you know what I mean he's yeah. that good you see so how like, that's like thrive in that Chelsea team when Kante was playing will, properly will then in the middle yeah of the park where Rice is dropping off He's got to play that like that forward pass because he will like, he loves to find it if he's not going to carry it himself. Yeah, someone's going to have to pull out to uh, close down Rice. Then you've then got Havertz finding that space, or further up the pitch you've got Odegaard. If not, you've got Martin, uh, Martinelli or Saka bombing on, maybe Mbappe bombing on the wings. Never going to happen the Mbappe move. We we'll talked to Don Rob. Ooh, almost spoiled the fun. But uh, <laughs> um, I have to edit that out. No, you don't need to edit that. I'm, I'm doing it. That's a teaser. Or beep it. Yeah, that's beep it. Do, yeah, yeah, calm. It's almost spoiled the best thing since sliced bread for board your podcast. The best but, thing since Kai Havertz. But um, yeah, I think we're cooking. You got Gabriel Jesus dropping in deep. I think so. What I'd like is so, if, yeah, we've only been we've been away from this table for like a week and it's dusty. Man. New set coming soon as new well. New set coming soon. Big changes. Right, but, I'm done with the Arsenal talk. I'm not. We haven't even talked about Declan Rice. I just did. Barely, you're like, oh yeah, he's a bit, he's, he's good defensive. He ticks every box. He's a good defensive player. He ticks every box. He can play the single pivot by himself. That's not enough. We need to talk about this. Is probably the biggest transfer of the summer. Hundred and five million, Premier League, solidified, one of the best DMs in the world, leaving one London club to join the best London club. The transfer of the summer over G Bellingham to Real Madrid. Yeah, I think so. Like, Drew Bellingham to Real Madrid is sick, but, like, the Premier League's where it's at. And, like, you're saying... Yeah, Premier League's where it's at. Like, uh, the Jude move's quality, but, like... It's like wh- the Jude move is iconic. You, yeah, it's iconic, but how often are you watching Real Madrid play Malaga? You're not watching that game. Whereas you're watching every single game Arsenal play. Am I? Yes, you are. And you know it as well. So I think it's just a case of this move for us, especially as a mainly Premier League podcast. This is where it's at. And I think... No, it is a big move. To fend off the likes of Man United. I know they didn't properly put a bid in. But the likes of Bayern Munich, the likes of Man City, Chelsea were probably... Quick round of applause for Enya Luko. It was like she made a comment. She didn't back down. Fucking waffle though. I don't know if it actually came to Mate, fruition, but it's actually it just painful that it got like validated. Validated yeah. because I don't know. It's such a shocker, but yeah, we'll allow it. It was something. You know, it's unique. You to get it someone, the Declan Rice is one of those, like a leader at 23, 24. Someone that's just got his club European glory. That's England stalwart now for like a couple of years, probably going to be continuing. He'll probably be. England captain when Harry Kane pisses off. So, and there's talks of him being the Arsenal captain pretty much, like, give him a season or two. So, it's one of those where I think he's he's a generational player in yeah. this position. Yeah, I know, I agree. Like, you paid a premium for him because, because he is 
one of, if not the best in the world. Yeah, like right now, you're talking Rodri. You're talking like... Maybe was Casemiro not anymore. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't pay 100 million for Casemiro, would you? Not right now, but like, like if I, he was Declan Rice's age... I don't even. I can't even think of another player who's like close to his level in terms of what he does, apart from Rodri. Yeah, and so it's those kind of players that are like make or break a team. Like you say, Man City aren't winning the treble if they don't have Rodri. And not saying no. we're going to win the treble. Yeah. But Declan Rice gets us a whole lot of deal closer. You put yourself in contention. Like, you do. What you've done now is you've shown everyone you're serious, and you put yourself serious. in a position where. Winning the league, winning the FA Cup, winning uh, the Caribou Cup, winning a Champions League. It doesn't seem a million miles away. It doesn't. And to put yourself in people the, the parameters of comp- competing for that sort of pedigree in the uh, amount of time you've done it in. Yes. It's quite it's quite impressive. Like you, it is. You were only a serious club last season. Before that, there was... There Jork, was, man. There was inklings of a serious club, but... Mm. Nah, Arteta's squad building, yes, he's been backed by the boys. Up Shout the out, Edu. But his squad building is second to none. He's I've, got a plan and he knows who he wants. He's executed it to perfection. And now I've seen people have the conversation where it's like, if Arsenal don't win anything next season, questions got to be asked. And I think I was never on that ship where like, if you don't get any silverware, you've got to ask questions of the manager. Because if you can see the project, that's normally all you need, really. If you can like see a vision and it's being executed, yeah, but it's like you don't someone, always you know, need trophies to validate. There's a man in the office here who's got like a project, and no one really knows what he does, but he's got a project mm-hmm. and he's been working on it. And how's the project coming along? Yeah, it's going good. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Well, it's on its way. But I need to see results. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so tangibles. This season, yeah, I, I, I know you bottled it or whatever you want to call it. The fact you competed was amazing. It was. It was it amazing. Great. The I think the Premier League overall. We saw a lot of anomalies. Anomalies. Chelsea fell off hard, big time. Liverpool were not half the team they were last season. You had Tottenham, who I think underperformed. I think that was about their level, mate. They stink. And then, yeah, it was it was a weird season. Yeah, it was a weird season. And you had the World Cup in the middle of it, so there was a lot of anomalies. And Arsenal came out and they did bits. Um, and yeah, it's impressive, like the fact that they took Man City as close as they did. Um, but this Rice signing is a statement of intent and I think like you say Arteta he knows who he wants he knows who he needs and you're going out and getting them so if you don't see results in the upcoming season like I say give him two years if he doesn't have any silverware I agree even if you wouldn't say even this season like I I wouldn't like be as like staunch on it like if he doesn't get any silverware get him out but I'd be like if he doesn't win any silverware this year after we've secured Rice, I wouldn't be like getting him out, but I'd be like, oh, we need to start like taking a look at like why we're not getting the silverware because, yeah, like you said, if it's not this season or next season and we're out with no silverware, question got to be asked about him. His squad building, like I've said, is second to none, but you got to ask him questions about can he do that like push comes to shove time to get over the line. And a lot of managers can't do that. They can do like Pochettino. He can do the... Squad building, getting the morale up, getting the kind of club sentiment online or in line, but can't get you over line with the trophies. And so that's something we need to figure out with Arteta. We've got a couple of seasons now under the belt, and now it's. If you don't want an FA Cup with Arteta, yeah, but that was right at the beginning. And like, 
that was a very good FA Cup to win. But like the squad is completely different now. Like I'm actually not even sure apart from Saka, there's pretty much anyone left apart from yeah, Saka and Reese Nelson maybe. Jacka? Gone. But yeah. Mad. Yeah, it's interesting. I I want to move on to some more general Premier League transfer stuff. Talk to me. Newcastle today, uh, we're filming on Monday the 3rd of July. They've just signed uh, Sandro Tunali. I saw they used the line Tunali, yeah. which is good. I like Brilliant that. Brilliant signing as well. Liverpool bought in um, Shabozlai. 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 Yeah. Um, from Leipzig, Hungarian Donny. He... Fucking handsome. Guy. I think he's going to be good. Yeah. They've also bought in the likes of McAllister. Mm. Um... I knew, who's who's linked with Barella? Newcastle. Newcastle were. But I don't think they, they're going to get him. Yeah, now, they switched they? their attention to tonight. Obviously, Arsenal signing Rice. Chelsea potentially signing Caicedo. Man United signing Mason Mount. Who's got the best midfield three? In the midfield. So, like, let's think about this. Yeah, next season, if Man City don't sign anyone, they've lost Gundogan. They're most likely going to lose Bernardo Silva because he's going on some, like, crazy... Money like 850 grand a week or something so they're going to have Rodri De Bruyne Foden in the 10 that's a, that's nice still though. maybe that one is still the best yeah 100% or like I don't know like Re- or Stonesy playing Sto- yeah it'd be yeah Stonesy Rodri Rico Lewis and Stonesy Rodri and or either Phillips. De Bruyne or Foden Phillips, like they've got. If they've you got, include Phillips, theirs is no longer the top. Yeah, but I agree. That, that's the best one. Arsenal is going to be party Rice, Odegaard, party. Sorry, Rice, um, Havertz, Odegaard. I'll say ours is second best. Man United's would be Casemiro, probably Mount and Fernandez, Fernandez, which is nice. Yeah, or maybe you have Ericsson in there, which is good. That's third. Ooh, not third best. Maybe fourth. Liverpool's is my third. I'd say Newcastle's is my third. Gumerish, Tonali, and Joe Linton. That is that is good. Yeah, it's not bad. That's legs. Yeah, that's out, that's out that's, of possession. That's legs. That, like, that's physicality. And technical brilliance. Yeah, that's a sexy midfield, actually. My, I, I'm liking what Liverpool are doing here. Talk I to me like, about Liverpool. I think Fabinho isn't the player he was. Still think he's a good player. Reeks a little bit. I, I think. think he's a good player. He was trying to do it with the likes of fucking Harvey Elliott. Who's not a midfielder? Who's yeah. he's not built for the Premier League quite yet, mm. but he's getting there. And I think he's a good. I think he's a good enough player. And he he's needs got, to hit got, the gym. He's and got hit potential. those growth hormones that Messi had. But he's not good enough yeah. at the minute. And he had Jordan Henderson, who I think is getting worse Mate, by the he minute. He needs to start learning Arabic and get himself to Saudi Arabia. So alive. Fabinho, I think he had a lot of work to do, mm. and he just didn't help himself because he was lunging in for tackles at every game mm. and he made himself look like a Bambi on ice but I think with the Ooh, likes no. of Shubasli and um, McAllister McAllister good. that's a good midfield three and I yeah. think I think Shubasli is exactly what Liverpool need he is a technical master of the midfield arts like I know he played out wide on the right for Leipzig for like 70% of his games last season do you think they play Trent in the midfield or is he still going to play right nah, back right back right back I think but they line up pretty much how they've lined up towards the end of the season yeah I think Konate uh, Van Dijk Trent Robbo Allison. Yeah, I think you've got Fabinho you're going to have Schubert's on the right McAllister on the left in the midfield then you're going to have Diaz Gakpo Salah and I think Sobersly is going to open up such a wide range of... He, like, you've got bloody Trent, yeah? 
as your right back and Sobazla as your right centre mid, mm-hmm. the pitch is open. How do you defend against that? And then, mm-hmm. like, so, all right, you're not hitting the through balls. All right, fucking bring on Darwin Nunez. He's going to knock him down for you. Yeah. Like, um, it, it's, it, it, it clear, it's clear. It's obvious that this is someone that they targeted, that they've done the research for. Mm. It's not like it's because he's available, they're taking him. I think it kind of reeks of that a little bit. No, I think he's going to be a very good player. I think he's a good player, and I think he he was like bound to move to the Prem because he's technically like brilliant. But I like saw no links to him at all, and it could be a case of just like no one's reporting it until it got done. But it was like nothing, nothing, nothing. Then they've triggered the release clause, and it's like yeah, but that that suggests to me that they've gone about this silently. They're not making a fuss, mm. and they 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 picked their man. And they've weighed up the options and then gone, right, he's got a risk clause, 60, was it 60, 65 million? Yeah, about 65 million. So they clearly see value in that. Take is him. that un poquito expensive? I don't think so at all. When, and I don't like Spurs, and apart from this move, I think their window so far has been shite. But James Madison for 40 mil, is that not a better move? Maybe in terms of value, yeah. But I think what like Liverpool Mason Mount for sixty mil would Liverpool not would he not have been better suited? I think it is they're different. The roles that Mason Mountains like Sobosley play. Do you reckon? Yeah, I, I think, think massively. Different. I think Sobosley's passing range is so much so much better than yeah. Mason Mount. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Than even James Madison, and Ooh. I think that's what they're looking for. They're looking for someone who can release the likes of Luis Diaz and Salah. Like, mm. You look at how Liverpool and Klopp played at their very peak when they won the league, when they've won the Champions Quick League. transitions. They transition through the thirds so quickly that they mm. skip out the midfield. Yeah. Midfielders come deep and they hit on the counters so quickly that they're, it's undefendable. Yeah. And I think they want to revert back to that, bring that sort of venom and that pace back. Mm. And look at the signings that they're making, Darwin Nunez, aggression, aggression. You've got Cody Gakpo, someone who in one touch will take it past someone and, and you've opened up a whole channel space. I think it's almost like he's there to facilitate that. He's got hmm. passing range. He's got the technical ability for it. Got the and, he, and, he, and he can hit one. Yeah, no, oh, oh fucking... Them, Liverpool got to be the scariest team probably when you line up a free kick from 40 yards out. Maybe a bit closer. <laughs> it, it's just against Liverpool. It's like, just don't let him shoot. Trent and Shabazz, like, oh my God. Mate. That's, that's a long that's day awesome. for the goalkeeper. Especially if you've still got De Gea in goal. That's long. But, yeah, I like what they're doing. I still think they need... A DM. And I know they're like pushing hard. Apparently now they're like leading the race for Lavia, who I think Arsenal were most of the summer. 50 million for Lavia. Race. 50 mil for Lavia, I think is maybe slightly... 40 million for Madison. Yeah. 50 million for Lavia. Was Madison Lavia, his last year of contract? I know, I know Lavia's like, and obviously they got relegated. Yeah. So, but I know Lavia, obviously Lavia's team got relegated in Southampton. He is young. Mm. He is like clearly highly rated by a lot of people. Mm. So his price tag is probably about right. Yeah, I'd say about 40 mil, but it's one of those where they probably want to make bank. Because they know there's interest across a lot of other teams. Like other teams will pay that 50 mil. Mm. So you probably will get it for them. Yeah, I think if they get um, Lavia so he can rotate with Fabinho and there isn't like a massive drop off in quality. I like Bayetic as well. That'd be good. Yeah, Bayetic was all right. I don't, I don't know if he's that guy, but keep him in around him. He and seemed Lavia very raw. For that second he seemed spot. very raw. And he, he had something about him though when he played. Yeah, yeah quite definitely. Oh, I think it was maybe he looked good because the team looked so shit. And it was like one of those where anyone that could offer like a little bit of excitement, everybody was just like fucking on him. Like, he reminded yes, me a bit like guy. Busquets, you know. 
but but um yeah, maybe in a fully functioning fire in Liverpool team, he kind of goes under the radar. Still young as well. But he's, yeah, he's young. I think him and Lavia is good backup to Fabinho. I, I and this is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that's a top three midfield. Mm. You've got legs, and you've got you got passing range, and you have got goals in the midfield. Mm. I don't know how much belief I've got in. If so, if we ignore the DM situation, because you're saying if they do get Lavia. Fabinho, Lavia, that is good DM depth. Depth, Not as good as Arsenal in Party Rice, not good in Man City in... Uh, Fabinho, Rod- sorry, uh, Rodri, Rodri and Stones. Phillips and, Stones. and Phillips, yeah, but it's good. That forward eight section, McAllister, Curtis Jones and Shabojle. Harvey Elliott. Harvey Elliott as well. For me, it's good, but it's not upper echelon proven Prem killers. McAllister is good, but I think he doesn't offer enough end product. And I know Liverpool's front lot, like Salah, makes up for like three players worth and how much end product he's got. But for me, I don't think McAllister's got more than like 10 goals and assists combined in his whole yeah. time at Brighton. And that could be Brighton tax. They were really bad at finishing. Yeah, I know. I see what you're saying. So, boss, like, I don't think he's... Uh, like um, goal contribution monster either. It, for me though, I don't think the, they... the midfield in at Liverpool is is going to be different. To, like a midfield at ninety nine percent of football teams, mm-hmm. like Man City, they dominate every single third on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Arsenal, they dominate every single third on the pitch. Even like Man United, Chelsea, they're looking to dominate every single third on the pitch. Liverpool, their midfield is is such a small part of their their team. Like they're very, they're like imagine Liverpool as like a percentage. They're like their defense is like forty percent. Their attack is like four, like fifty percent, and their midfield is like ten percent. It's an interesting point. Like they they don't play through the midfield the same that way that other teams do. I respect like, that point. You need you Liverpool's best football was also when they were allowing Trent and Robbo to get up the pitch. Mm. Like they were they were they were never defending. I respect it. So it's a good point. Imagine if you had like a like a system where you play with the four at the back in possession. You have Fabinho drop into the middle of Canate Van Dijk, and then you have Trent as a, like on the right. Suppose like McAllister, Robbo, and then four with three. You've got Robbo. Uh, you've got Salah, Diaz, Gakpo. Gakpo dropping in. You've got like some weird like little triangles there, mate. Totally. I think it works. I think it works, but. I respect the how well does it work? Yeah, I it's think be, like I don't know. I yeah, it's you. very much a we're gonna have to wait to see it because there's a lot of new pieces. There's a lot of new pieces in that puzzle, and they needed to be because that Liverpool midfield was absolutely they were screaming out for it. And we, we we've been saying yeah, Liverpool need midfielders, mm. and they, but they've gone. I I think they've gone for the right kind of midfielders. I'm intrigued. But to time see will it. tell. It will indeed. Time will tell. Who do you want to talk about next, Roz? Well, you know what's interesting camera-wise? So basically, our old camera, we had to reset it every 20 minutes. And that kind of gave us like a reset in our minds about what we're going to talk about next. This camera's just rolling, man. So we're kind of thinking on the spot. So we've done Arsenal. We've done Liverpool. We've Should done we talk Newcastle. about um, Man City and Guardiola? Yeah, fuck it. So... I don't really want to talk about Man City, man. They're, for me... Boring. Man City will win the league again unless Liverpool's midfield works. I don't see oh, Arsenal. Come on. I, I think Arsenal, they're going to be up there. You've got to respect the, the I business. Have, I have respect for you. I'm not sure you do. I do have respect for Arsenal. I just think there's something in the DNA. Oh. 
Oh, the reeking of Spurs. For me, Man City are going to win the league again unless Liverpool's midfield works. Hmm. I don't think anyone can compete with them. Hmm. You did compete to an extent, but there was a point where it's like... Yeah, you need to beat Man City to compete for Man City. I don't... The way you beat Man City is hope that Pep goes missing for a year. We've only got two more years of this, guys, so stay strong. So, yeah, maybe he wins the trouble again this year and then, like, just fucks off. Backs it in, yeah. Because I don't think anyone beats him. He's the best in the world ever for a reason. That's what that shot thing was. Oh. Oh, what the fuck that is. Oh, that's probably what's on your fucking laptop. Something's blown up. I don't know. <laughs> um, we're but, the, yeah. We're in the ghetto studio still. Um, Man City looking to sign uh, Vardial from RB Leipzig. Yes. 100 million apparently they want, I think. Which is fucking so much money. He'll be the most expensive centre-back ever. And they're going to play him left-back? I think he's quality. And... He was so good at the World Cup. So good. He was the best defender. Um, He's young. 22, I think he is. Versatile. Versatile, can play left-back, centre-back, kind of... Probably be a good striker Deep lefty M. Very good player. It's just... Who do you get out of that team? Well, I mean, I I looked at it. Nathan Ake and Akanji, mate. They they stood up last season. They stood up big. They were tall. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought they're bringing him in maybe as a left back. Mm. I, I, I don't see where he fits apart from that position unless he can, he's there to display someone, unless they're looking to actually just push right, um, Stones into the midfield permanently. I don't know. It's a strange one, but it screams like it works. It screams pep to me. Yeah. And it just makes Man City scarier. And he's one of those assets that, like, if they haven't got any, like, major glaring issues to solve, you go out there and you buy the best players in the world. Just so... Take them off the table. Just so other people can't get them. And that's probably what they were thinking with Rice. They don't necessarily need him. He probably doesn't even get into their best team straight away. But to stop Arsenal getting him and to have one of if Rodri moves on to Barcelona Real Madrid or fucking I don't know they lose John Stones whatever they have that player and that's like Guardiola it's like yeah Ruben Diaz's quality Stones' quality Laporte's probably on his way out Ake's quality Kanji's quality but you get another centre-back because centre-back is one of the hardest places on the pitch to get Top quality. Top quality. And he is top quality. And yeah, he's going to learn a lot from the likes of Diaz, Pep Guardiola, all them man. So I think it's quality signing. It's just, yeah, long for the leaf. Do you see um, that thing about Man City that came out about like some weird deposit? 30 mil. 30 mil or something like that through like a 116 weird... charges now. Mate, it, it's going to be so interesting next season. Mate, the day the, they the get drama is gonna slapped. Be, the drama is going to be... Oh, mate, there. the day they get slapped with a fatty... That's that's, that's the mate, liquidation. The man. podcast is going to go off. That's mate. liquidation. We'll be here. What has to be in Manchester for that? It's going to be crazy. They're stripped of titles. That treble gets stripped. Oh, it's going to be sick. You know what they should do, yeah? Is make... So, like, imagine the title, I don't know, like, in... From the Aguero season, yeah? Mm. They get the teams back, yeah? And they make them replay the, play the games. But it has to be the same player. So it's like fucking like 45-year-old Balazelli yeah. and Aguero that can't <laughs> even Joey run. Not Joey Barton. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Get set up. That would be class, mate. Yeah. Get him out there again. Before we finish on Man City, just want to talk about um, 
Have you heard the story about the three million nonces that live in Manchester? You what? So, Phil Foden has set up a, an Insta account for his son, Ronnie. Oh. And he's got three million followers. Was it? It's like El Don or something like that. Elway? Oh, Elway, that's it, yeah. And I was like, how sad does your life have to be? Do you not see, like, those pictures you're of him, like, a child? It's pictures of him in, like, a cl- in, like, classrooms in, like, South America. What? And fucking, so it, the pretty, account is ran by it? Phil Foden. Oh, I thought you meant he was going to like set up like a sting group. <laughs> like, that's what he's putting his football money into. So the account is run by Phil Foden. Phil Foden hunts And nonsense. then there's a picture of Phil and Ronnie together and it's captioned on my favourite footballer or something like that. Like Ronnie saying that about Phil. And then Phil comments on the post, love you so much, little man. And it's like, my guy is just talking to himself. He's made that post, and then he's replied to that post on his other account. And yeah, fair enough, we do that on Board Draw. We'll post on Board Draw, and then we'll go on our personal accounts and reply to Board Draw. But we're fucking... we got 200 followers. Give us a break. This kid's got four, 3 million followers. His dad's a millionaire. Why are you replying to yourself on Instagram? What the hell's going on here? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, f- I, like, I genuinely thought it was giving like film photos going around like Manchester not making nonsense. No, but that would be a good... He should do that instead Nonsense of running. Getting nutmegged. Running like a Chris um, Hansen, yeah. He's like, he's like, have a seat. Ruin my holiday. Oh man, I did not. I did not think that's where you were going with that. Nah, Mental. Just fucking grow up. Stop following a child's Instagram. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Mason Mount to not Mason Mount. Fuck Mason Mount. Actually, I, I, I respect him for making a move. Um, James Madison. Yes. To Tottenham. Yes. Under Ange Postacoglu. He was like, oh, I love putting on the whites of Spurs. This is an honour. This great history of this club. I was like, mate, you, you're just waffling. Because see all the old tweets that you had about fucking like Spurs. and he called He's got some Ga- lovely uh, shirts though, in his collection. Do you see the... Um... <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> um do you see the video he had of like showing off his shirt collection? Yeah, it's pretty it's nice. Yeah, it's got like good. an Urzel shirt and that's pretty yeah. naughty. And um, if you like sh- signed shirts, stick around. Just saying. Jeez. Um yeah, I like the move. I like the move from them. Yeah. I think they realised very quickly they're not gonna get him and Harvey Barnes for fifty million. <laughs> yeah. But I like the I, I like the, the precedence. I like the precedence. Yeah. 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 yeah, It gives him a lot of just power in that position. He he was one of the best. I think he is good. And I think he's going to bring so much to that midfield dynamic. We said that midfield just lacks creativity so much. And, and like they're, they're the only the creativity right they had is Harry Kane dropping deep. And having Madison allows Harry Kane not to have to drop deep constantly. I like the, I like the idea of um, Basuma, Bentecourt and Madison. Madison yeah, that's three. a good midfield three. I, I think, yeah, I, I really do think so. And I think... A lot of people have been saying that Postacoglu uses eights in a different way to everyone else. Mm. I think this could be an interesting uses development. Uses nines. Uses an 8.5. Come on. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see. I'm excited. I'm, I'm quietly excited about Tottenham. Mm. Obviously, loads is going to change over the coming weeks. Harry Kane's been linked every day to Bayern Munich. Apparently, they're going to put in a new bid. Which is... I just don't see it happening. They just... I feel like... It's not too late to let him go, but preseason is on the verge of starting. You feel like they would have let him go by now. But I, I feel like they let him go, yeah. Son, Richarlison, Kulisevsky, sounds like a Postacoglu front three, to be honest. 
Yeah, I think Richarlison's a very co- positive, concrete player. I don't really have the premise to define what that means. <laughs> just saying but it. But I, I feel I like the vibe. The vibe is there. I like. The you got the Australian colours, Brazilian colours. They're sort of the same. Fucking come on, can't. But um, yeah, no, I like Spurs' business when it comes to Madison. They signed a new goalkeeper. Fuck knows who he is. Came from Syria. He looks like he's made some good saves before, though. Yeah, sure he has. And uh, who else have they signed? Um, oh, uh, Manuel Solomon from Fulham. Yes, uh, he was all right when he... When like, he if you took Madison out of that, that goalkeeper and Solomon, that is like a championship-level window. That is so bad. I mean, they flogged Harry Winks for like eight million. Yeah. And bad. So, yeah, I think they need one or two centre-backs, in my opinion, and oh, good me. ones as well, not 100%. even like mediocre championship-level like the other players you've signed who's playing left back you need if they're, like, going to, if they're going to a back four yeah they're going to a four to three who's playing left back yeah you need a left back are well. you having are you having Sessegnon or Perisic or Ben Davis? you've got some stinkers oh. you need defensively right. a bit of a Pedro Porro is alright on the right but he's too he's too attacking yeah you need some good defenders you're gonna you're gonna need some if you play four at the back and on that side it's Pedro Porro and Christian Romero mate that is so many goals conceded from that area of the pitch but is Liverpool's back four Liverpool's back four is better than that. Does it have the same issues though? Whereas like Trent... Canati's better than Christian Romero. Oh, 100%. Van Dijk And is, Fabinho's is... better than... Basuma. Basuma, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And they work, they play different systems. I mean, we haven't seen positive cognitive system yet. Mm. It's very hard to tell without seeing it in action, but we can only speculate. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. If Harry Kane leaves... That's obviously a massive gap to fill. Mm. But I don't think it's as bad as it's first may seem. I agree. What's going on in the rest of the league? I saw Brentford, I think of... Nathan uh, Collins. Yeah, all but confirmed signing for Nathan Collins. 30 million, I think. Which is an interesting move. I think that's... Oh, mate. Did you see the crossover that no one wanted, but we needed? Was it fucking with Xhaka? And, no. Oh. oh, no, not that one. That's Have a weird one, one as well. Yeah. One, yeah. All the Turkish Donnies. Yeah, it was weird. No, uh, HS Tiki Toki and Ivan Tony. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, give, me some, give me some betting tips. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on in the world, man? Mate, Ivan Tony is... Pff, him and HS, though, they seem like they'll be boys. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so Brentford signed um, Nathan Collins. Who else is doing anything in the league? Newcastle. I don't want to be that. It's like, oh, we only talk about the big six. Yeah, no, Newcastle to do some bits. But we are actually only talking. I'm, about the big I am. Six. I'm excited to see how they continue. I think their squad is screaming and steaming towards looking very much like an early reproduction of Liverpool's rise to success. Mm. Um, just don't know if Eddie Howe's got the the minerals, the facilities to do it. I think he man management 101 mm. king, but. And I think we actually is rooted to downplay how good tactically they were last season, but I don't know if it's that that quite that top top echelon mm. level material. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a hard season for Newcastle, I think, because they they've gone from competing like in nothing apart from the Premier League, really. Now they're competing in the Champions League and the Premier League, and they want to yeah. like they want to if they want to like secure their places in the Champions League for next season, they want to even like compete for the title. I don't know. Yeah, could be. It's going to be a hard season though. They're going to have to pull minerals out of their fucking ass. But yeah, it's going to be a very interesting one. Do you know in um, Breaking Bad where Hank collects minerals and Marie's like, "Oh, did you order some more rocks?" He goes, "They're minerals, Marie. <laughs> they're not rocks. They're minerals." 
That's that's all my man. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Um, anything you else you talk about? Off season. Um, I'm trying to think of like what else is going on around the league because I don't want to just talk about the big six, but feels like they're the only ones that are making moves. Brighton, who did they sign? They've signed um, Jimmy Milner. They signed Dahoud from yeah Bart Simpson, Dahoud from Dortmund. Yeah, I've seen that. Apparently, they're not going to get Levi Colwell, so they're looking at Calvin Bassey as a replacement. Now, we like? went out to Ajax to watch him play. Oh, he was shit, and he was shocking. But he at was... Rangers, he was really good. And yeah, I mean, one of those, Ajax I'd be interested. were just poor, though. Yeah, I'd be interested to see him. He's definitely not as good as Levi Colwell, and I'd be interested to see if Pochettino how he utilizes Colwell because he's quality for the under twenty one Euros that's going Do on. Who I like? Colwell's playing Taylor him. Harwood Bellis. Yeah, Man City. He was very good for the uh, England under twenty ones. Yeah, very good. Um, so that's yeah. interesting. Do you know what? Uh, let's talk about Emil Smith Rowe for a minute. What's happening with him? Emil Smith Rowe. Um, I think he's coming back to fitness. He was unfit all of last season, pretty he much. Literally, yeah, he, he had like an injury early on. We thought we were going to get him back for like, the second half of the season, and it just seemed like the injury was re- not. It didn't get like reoccurring yeah. in the same sort of sense that it happened again, but it was inflamed or something. I yeah, know. I think but it yeah. would have been better if he didn't get called up for the England under 21 to give himself like a pre season to get fit. Because now he's he's training, but he's not really in the team. At least he's, he's playing getting some like match time. Yeah, maybe. yeah, in and out of the England under twenty one team. He had quite a good uh, game. I think it was against Israel, maybe. So he, I think he'll. And Arteta has said he's going to play a big role in the upcoming season. So I yeah, think he's I mean, keep an eye on him. It'd be it'd be a shame because like, this season feels like he his boys in Martinelli and Saka, who he was sort of like part of the dynamic trio. Mm. They they've sort of pushed on without him 100% and um, it'd be very easy to think he's getting left behind but one season of injuries can't really define it no I think Arsenal put a lot of faith in him giving him that number 10 shirt giving him that new contract he was so good and yeah that fucking season where he broke into the scene was crazy and he I was think, scoring like every game he played I think Arteta saying that he's going to be a big part of the new season I think shows that he sees something in him and mm. I think yeah that kind of left hand side forward 8 him and Havertz battle it out for that position. I think it'd be juicy. Very interesting. Yeah, he's Wrap a boy, up. mate. I'm top yeah, top fan of Smith Rowe. But yeah, Ajax video coming out in a couple of weeks' time. Um, so yeah, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's all you have to do to get entered um, with a chance to win the Ajax shirt. Peng. We've got the biggest video. I know we say this about pretty much every video we do, but we've got the biggest video on YouTube we've ever had. And probably ever will have until we blow up. I get one with Bukayo Saka. But until then, this video that's coming up, we're filming it the Friday after this one. Friday the 14th. It's not the Friday the 13th because it's no, our it's lucky the, it day. It is the 13th. Huh? No, it's 14th. Oh, yeah, it's 14th. Yeah. If it was the 13th, it would have been unlucky. But it's the 14th. It's our lucky day. It's our best podcast ever. Probably come out the week after. Um, yeah, so get very excited with that. We won't spoil it just yet. But there'll be a massive giveaway going alongside that video. Not just the biggest video, but the biggest giveaway as well. So if you're not subscribed, get fucking subscribed. Mate, get subscribed. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Especially, and this is a little uh, teaser, if you're a gooner, you'll be extra excited. Yeah, you should be. But well, that's all we'll tell you until maybe closer to the time. But yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for watching. I know this has been a little bit more of a, a chilled episode. 
but the football world is chill right now. It's off season, baby. But yeah, thank you very much for watching. We do appreciate it. Let us know if you prefer this camera angle. Give us um, some topics to discuss in some more of the off season because we've got some more videos to do. We're going to do, hopefully, try and get through every team in the build up to the new season. We say that, it could, could be a struggle. We've got um, some collabs um, coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, get excited. The season's coming back soon. Keep an eye on our socials because we will be getting some of you involved in this upcoming massive video. So keep an eye on our socials as well. And for a chance to win the um, a prize, yes. potentially. But yeah, thank you very much for watching, guys. Remember to subscribe, hit that like button, do all that good things. And uh, yeah, I hope you're enjoying the transfer window. It's been Bordero and it's live.